0: Thanks to our sponsors, The Genesis Group, First Eyes, and Abbey Media, who hosts my website, which is TheCountryWriter.com, where you can send me a message or buy one of my books, including my latest, which is a book of puns called Puns for Grown People. This week, that sweet, sweet tea. Something happened to tea along the way. Something bad and it needs to be stopped. Growing up in Ashdown, Arkansas, in addition to water, tea had just two other ingredients, tea and sugar, and not necessarily in that order. This sacred recipe was handed down through generations of Southern grandmothers who made sure that the right portions were in place and were never to be adjusted. There were two simple tests that ensured sweet tea was made correctly. Did your teeth hurt when you drank it? And did you say, ah, after the first sip? There were always warnings from grandmothers about some things you ate. For example, if you were caught eating too much candy, especially before dinner or supper, your grandmother would warn you that you were going to get the sugar diabetes. Now, if you pronounce it diabetes, you're saying it wrong. If you left out the or sugar, you said it wrong. Southern grandmothers pronounced diabetes as diabetes, emphasis on die and us. You're going to get the sugar diabetes. However, this did not apply to Southern sweet tea. Since grandmothers never mentioned it as a path to a health disaster, sweet tea was, and still is, exempt. And sweet tea is the only accepted form of consuming this nectar of the South, Somehow, tea was hijacked, just like coffee has been. Instead of only finding tea in large glass pitchers that sit on a doily atop a Formica dinette table, tea's made its way into some very unholy locations. Unholy locations that have names combined from a celestial entity and dollar bills. Once these people, the people who had no business steering red-blooded Americans away from percolated Folgers, where through giving incomprehensible names to overpriced coffee combos, they went after our tea. So, I decided to resurrect my granny's tea recipe. Actually, it was my children's great-grandmother on their mother's side. Granny Seymour made the best sweet tea you've ever tasted, and she cooked it. Yes, cooked it. Like she cooked everything else. She measured nothing and used as much as she wanted of whatever she wanted. If she was making chicken fried steak, she put plenty of salt in it. She did the same thing with sweet tea, except it was a lot of sugar. Because of a history of the sugar diabetes in my family, I had veered away from sweet tea for a long time and was drinking tea with no sugar. To avoid chastisement, I waited to make this tea transition until after all of my grandmothers had passed. God rest their souls. But then I read an article about how artificial sweeteners and salt substitutes carried their own risks. So I decided there were risks on both sides, so I just picked the tastiest risks. Back to the sweet tea. I hadn't made sweet tea in years, and honestly, I never made it as good as Granny Seymour did, but if I'm nothing else, I'm observant. I closed my eyes and thought back to when she would make sweet tea for us on that old gas stove in her turn-of-the-century house. She got out a copper-bottom pot, filled it with water, put a cup of sugar or two in it, threw in two Louisiana bags, and just boiled the heck out of it. So I tried it, and it worked. It tasted like it was supposed to. After I fished out the tea bags and let the tea cool, I filled a glass pitcher with ice and poured in the tea. I took a sip. My teeth hurt, and I said, ah. I offered up a glass to my wife, but she said she didn't want to get diabetes. She doesn't know how to say diabetes correctly. so." I now keep a steady supply of Granny Seymour's sweet tea on hand, and each morning before I leave, I pour a cup to take to work with me. As I drive past the long line of people trying to overpay for coffee and tea with funny names, I take a sip, and I smile. These people don't know what they're missing. I'm John Moore. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. I hope you have a great rest of the week. God bless.